You are now listening to Sweep the Rack Podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mike. Rob, what's good, homie? The, the intro's back. Mike, you, you you requested it last week, and I delivered. Our intro is Thank back. You. Now Thank it, you. It helps me, helps me get in that zone. It gets you in that mindset, especially for a big show tonight uh, that we have. Uh, but lo- let's talk a little bit real quick about uh, – me because I actually have been bowling and uh, I've bowled the last three weekends. Uh, I've went and I've uh, practiced uh, for uh, every Sunday. I take a trip over and uh, Mike, I've thrown the ball pretty good. I'll be honest with you. I bowled a uh, practice 300 couple couple of weekends ago. Uh, I w- there was only one guy in the bowling center. Uh, he was like 90 and he was watching. So I had a pretty good crowd. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I felt like I felt good again, man. I felt live, uh, tripped to four in the, in, in the first shot of the tenth, and then, uh, threw it for the cheese, ready for the cheddar for the last two in the practice 300, uh, with a mask. So, uh, that was my first sanctioned mask. Well, unsanctioned mask 300, Mike. So, uh, you know, shout outs to Red Rock. Uh, my guy, Mike Pellegrino at the Red Rock helps me out over there. Uh, have some good practice and uh yeah planning on bowling the tat in february uh you know uh, hopefully i'll come come in with a twenty thousand dollar check and uh you know not get any covid so that'll be you know exciting for me to actually get back and compete again a little bit so uh how's things with you mike what, what's going on so, uh, I mean, I, like how good are you throwing it I'm probably about like 75 percent right now that's all i really need to make the tack cut in the 40 and over so uh, I'm about, yeah, about 75%, Mike. I'm throwing it good. I got to get my equipment taken care of. You know, I'm going to talk to uh, our guy, Bill, see if he could, uh, you know, send me a couple of uh, case boxes, you know? No, answers uh, no. <laughs> answers no. I'm getting no I can't even ask. No. Yeah. He just, he, he, you know, he'll be you like, were oh, sponsored I- and got dropped. So if anybody should get balls, it should be me first because you already been dropped. So. Getting yeah, well, dropped, I mean, dro- getting hey, dropped from a bowling sponsorship in today's day and age is like, I mean, that's get that's like getting dumped by the ugly girl, honestly. Hey, because like uh, everybody's got a ball deal, so you know, you, 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 you got dumped by the ugly girl, son. I got Sorry. my lineup all set though. I got my purple hammers and my web tour hybrids for early, and then I'm going to be going to my roto grip storm for my transition for my late. So I'm I'm getting the murderer's row of equipment out, you know. Uh, you know, and I'm preparing for a big amateur tournament, Mike. I'm not preparing for a, you know, little New Jersey local tournament that you bowl. So, uh, come on out, man. Greg Tack makes some extra hard. Come on, you don't want that out, smoke. Bud. I'll come out. I'll I'll start. You don't want that. I'll take all your pot games away. Come from on you out. Guys. I got a, I got an extra bedroom for you here. Come on out, son. Come on out. No, I'm That's staying at Bill's house if I go out there, man. I heard he's got a nice pool. You know, we gotta talk to True. him about that. True. Uh, Absolutely. So, what's going on with you, man? What's 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 a good word? Uh, what do you, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about New Jersey, uh, getting the, uh, getting the law passed that I know you're really happy about. You guys have gambling and you, now you have, uh, 
Oh, legal, legal marijuana. Yeah, legal. I don't know. I don't know. I'll reserve my comments on how I voted on that. But uh, yeah, you know, Jersey, Jersey going green, uh, Garden State. You know, not not surprised. I mean, passed resoundingly, seven seventy percent to thirty percent. So uh, you know, uh, yeah, interesting. But, you know, uh, I'm, I'm supposed to go go. Uh, you know, Robert, man, what's up? Oh, what's up, Robert? How's it going? Uh, yeah, I don't know, Rob. Thing, things are crazy out here in New Jersey again, you know, in terms of the COVID stuff, like cases are on the rise and, uh, things seem to be exploding somewhat. So, uh, I don't know, has me, uh, ha- has me kind of concerned, but I had a wonderful weekend last weekend. I got to say, uh, Friday night, I got together with some high school friends, shout to my guys. Uh, I got hit with a, uh, an extra charge in the hotel for smoking. Uh, so that was no fun. <laughs> The wife was extra, extra pissed at me. Extra pissed at me for that. How much? Uh, what they hit you with? What was the fine? Two fifty. Two fifty. Two for that. Yeah. That's, that's so, nothing uh, for a big timer like you, man. That ain't that ain't shit for you. That's two fifty. I mean, you probably pay that cash right there. No, no, they hit me on the debit card, but it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, I, yeah. Then Saturday night. This is this is wild. This is connected to bowling too. I got together with some friends from college on Saturday night. Friday night was high school friends. Saturday night was college friends. These are guys that I hadn't seen in like twenty years. Shout to my guys and Rob. One of them had nothing to do with bowling back in the day when I was at, at St. Peter's and I was bowling myself. But turns out that you know, again, haven't talked to him in many years. My guy GQ, he's actually like crazy into bowling, Rob. And he didn't even really know that I was into bowling as much as I am. So when we met up the other night, you know, we were talking about it. And, uh, yeah, we're actually going to get together this weekend, I think, and practice. You know, so uh, so that's cool. You know, it might get me out of the house a little bit, get me in the bowling alley, get me throwing the ball. People asking for Bill already. They, they don't want to hear our bullshit. Yeah, this is true. This is true. He's here. Don't worry. All right. Well, you know, like we're, we're here to celebrate tonight. No, Rob? Well, yeah, I'm not putting him on unless I see the belt. And Bill, where's your belt? I'm not putting you on unless I see the belt. You know, I'm not adding you to the stream. Wait. Okay. All right. Uh, there it is. No, I, took uh, it I took it away. I took it away. Let's see it. What, are you not wearing it? I, I wear it on the house. Bill, I, I know your son wow. has been wearing it, right? Did he put yeah, it on? Is he? Yeah. No, he wore it around for days. Okay. I, yeah, I had to take it on, take it off. Yeah, Daddy clip this on. He would, you know, he'd tell Alexa to put on the whoever's entrance music he wanted to hear, and then he'd run in from the other room with the belt around him, jump around. <laughs> uh, approximately, how much does it weigh? Uh, I don't know. It's got to be, I don't know, eight or ten pounds, probably. Okay. So wait. So right. I, the question, my question about the belt is: Have you learned to put it on? Because when you uh got it and you won uh you look like you had no clue on like what to do and how to put it on the you know, like, the belt like, was awkward yeah you know because like it's a really awkward thing to like you're trying to process all these things that are happening at one time like wow i just won this tournament like oh wow this tournament's a hundred thousand dollars wow and then somebody's yelling at you from the side like no pick the belt up and i'm like oh oh yeah the belt uh where am i at there's nobody here there's no fans who's here and then you grab the belt, and I was like, "Wow, this thing is not cheap. This thing is heavy." Like, and then I was all out of sorts. I I, I couldn't collect my 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 thoughts uh, quickly enough to do anything cool with it. Yeah. So uh, just FYI, because I know Big Mike doesn't know this, but 
but that belt, if you were to buy it at a WWE event, is around. Hey, Mike, usually hold around. on a second. Hold on a second. Hey, Mike. Bang. Take that. Okay. <laughs> All right. No doubt. Good for you. That uh, that belt is about you. four to. It's about four hundred to four hundred and fifty dollars if you were to buy it at a WWE event because they sell those. So uh, you know, hey, about four to four hundred and fifty dollars at a WWE oh, really? event. Yeah, those are like replica belts they sell. It's pretty legit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I can't wait to wear that around. I, I might just come in to visit Bill just to, so I could wear it around the house and come in from another room, you know. But uh, I'd have to figure out what entrance music that would come out to. It would probably be like either Stone Cold or The Rock, you know. I mean, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, Stone Cold got, got the yeah. Got the best. Uh, I mean, I've been out of the wrestling game for a while, but Stone Cold's got the best. So – they also gave you a trophy and a check. I, they were giving you all kinds of shit. I was, I was laughing. It's like this, he needed a third arm, Mike, to 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 get all the shit they were giving him on the show. They they were like, I'm surprised he didn't put a cape around him and like carry him off the show on top. Of I would, I should have got a cape. I would have, I would have welcomed a cape. <laughs> the cape, cape and, and the belt. <laughs> the Lucha Libre mask. He could have like. <laughs> Yeah, they already they already did the cape thing for the king of bowling. Though, I mean, that was like a little oh, a little bit a uh, little bit overdone. Yeah, dude, Norm Duke in that crown and that cape was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Him sitting there, that throne is like three chair. times his size. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> so little, like the crown's just like sinking. He has to like hold it up like this, or else it goes over his eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like Lord Farquhar from Shrek, you know, with the big crown. <laughs> so. Let's let's talk about uh, the idea of redemption for a second. Okay. okay, let's talk about that because last year, last June, uh, two ju- sorry, two Junes ago, sorry, uh, me, uh, Bobby Kerwin, shout to him, uh, John Zadnick, shout to him as well. We went up to Maine, took a trip up to watch you bowl the final four. Uh, you 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 put on one of the best shows in PBA history on Saturday. Beat Sean Rash in an absolutely crazy match. And then, you know, and I think I can I can say this pretty openly now because we're here to celebrate tonight, right? So, like, you know, it was a disappointing ending on Sunday in that event, right? We were all disappointed. We kind of left disappointed. It definitely wasn't the way that we wanted it to end. So, two-part question for me here. Number one, what was it like to get back to that stage and be able to finish it this time? And number two, is there any regret on your end about – you know, this taking place in, in the COVID environment and not because, you know, we would have been there. It was supposed to be a Carolier, actually. So I don't, you know, you don't know if things work out the same way, you know, maybe fate moves the bowling out. You got a better look, whatever it is, but any regrets there about not being able to share it with, with the crowd, with Christy, with whoever was there. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not a regret, nothing I could do about it. Um, but I, yeah, it would have been way cooler to have you guys there. I, I know that I'm, I'm destined to never win anything in front of anybody that I care about. Except well, you know there, actually, there was a one tournament, Rob, that you were there. You were there. Christy was there. Jeff Butler. And you guys were there. That was, oh, that was cool. So that was you know the only why. time. I think Christy was at one other event that I won. But that's it. Every time my, my dad's shown up, I've lost, uh, you know, uh, Portland last year. Uh, yeah, it was all, Saturday was great. And then, and then Sunday was, you know, was a mess. And, uh, it didn't go well, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I would have, I would have preferred to have have it at Carrier and, and win in front of you guys, but 
uh, check clears just the same. <laughs> I'm st- well. I'm still glad. I'm still glad you got the hundred grand. I'm glad fate worked out in your favor. You know, well, but that no, would have been it- that would have been a hell of a celebration, man. Oh, I mean, really. It, yeah. Like that would have been it, a hell of a celebration. It's been, like, my, it's been my like bowling dream to win something at Carolina. Damn. Is it I safe mean, to say that uh, Mike is probably the legitimate big cloud? I mean, the big mush. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say because he hasn't been to too many things. You know, it's only been a couple like of like events like that, you know, Portland, you know, is the team, the team event. And then also the, you know, the playoffs last year, but that's, Really? Yeah. Right. I mean, have you, is there any other shows you were at? Mike? Nah, like so. some U.S. Opens and Masters. Oh, the U.S. Uh, Open. Yeah, never... but shows though. Just that one show. No, yeah, just like a couple shows. It. I mean, yeah. usually. Too, too small I think to Rob's, I, But I, I got to say from my end, I kind of feel, I feel that way about myself with your bowling often because it'll always work out where like I'll log on to flow bowling and I'll, I'll catch you on the pair and it'll be your first shot. You'll have like five in a row and then you bake four. And yeah, you know, like you, you look at it like it's the bowling ball or the lane, but I'm here like, oh, geez, it's me. It's the black cloud. I black cloud. I'm sure you always forget the times where you log on and then I strike. You just, it's just those, it's, it's the ones that are bad that are, that you're thinking about. It's only ones that registered. This is very true. This is very true. Uh, Just just like trying to get, just like trying to get sneakers, you know, like, like I, I got these sneakers today, but I'm only going to remember the, the losses. You know, I'm only going to hype on the sneakers, hey, Rob. I, 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 I don't ever get them. I don't know. You don't ever win. He's trying to flex on. He's putting serious flex on these sneakers. Gonna, They're I'm nice. Put, though. I'm They're nice. Put them on, I put them on StockX tomorrow. Are you really? No. <laughs> okay. I was going to no, say, I'm come on, kidding. man. What do you mean? It's no, I'm going to put them up there for like 10 grand just to be like, haha. Sure. Well, listen, we got to work on getting you the, the, the package. Do you see those Sixers jersey packages that they sent out? They're all right. Nah, we gotta work okay. on that. <laughs> we gotta right. work on that. We gotta hit up um, Spike. We gotta hit up Spike and get and get some contacts in that. I'm gonna work on that for you, homie. <laughs> I got you. So, Bill, uh, let's talk about the show itself because me and Mike were actually having a little bit of a debate before you came on. Um, and actually, uh, Ryan, I wanted to talk about your 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 ball decisions and what you were throwing on the show and. Mike, I, I, I look like you were throwing the same radical for most of the show with the pinup. Uh, but I remember uh, you saying maybe you, you were throwing two different balls. Uh, can you explain your equipment choices, like what your ball, what you saw your balls were doing compared to uh, a, lot, a lot of the other players that were throwing urethane for a lot of it? Yeah, well, so hold on, I, hold on, you, hold on. Yeah. Wait a second. There's there's one other thing that we wanted to talk about, right, Rob? In this, like, can you when you do that, can you also give us an idea of? what conditions you were bowling on in the in the matches that you bowled because at home viewing we didn't really have the background on whether it was fresh or you were bowling on burn or you know what the situation was so if you give us some of the background and you're thinking on the moves that you made in connection with that that's kind of what we were discussing yeah i uh did i bowl i don't think i bowled on the on the burn maybe i did once i can't remember i don't think i i'm not sure that surprises yeah, uh, me. I, I got to be honest. Uh, you usually have like a like a photographic memory of nah, shit. not really. If you're bowling, I don't remember if I because I know like the first couple matches I didn't I bowled on the fresh, and then I think I think I bowled on the fresh the whole time. Dude, the okay. tape delay was so long he, that he doesn't even. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the balls I used the same ball in the game uh, round the sixteen against AJ and. 
the, the final four in the final match. Only I, which was the deviate intimidator. I used a radical bonus in the round of eight against Kyle. So what I saw was, you know, I've been the game plan on these, a lot of these shows that I've been on for a while now has been the same. And I think it's contributed to some of my success. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out like just like, you know, the uh, TSC show um, that I led, like I, I lost at both 2-0. It didn't work out, but this, that's been the game plan for a lot of these shows is to take stronger balls um, and use a lot of surface and be able to stay further right uh, because it plays to my strengths. I can throw a little bit firmer. I don't have to worry about making it hook down the lane. Um, and so that's what I, that was the game plan. And so in against AJ, um, he was using like, I think it, that ball's like a kind of a half and half urethane, maybe something like that. So, but it's a weaker ball. Hybrid. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I just tried, there was, for me, when I use those balls that are that strong, it gave me a lot of, a lot of room to the right. Where, I mean, if I did overhit it, there was a couple times where I overhit it and got it to the right and they went high. But for the most part, if I just got it off my hand fine, threw it to the right, it wasn't going to go light. It might have flat 10, but it was never going to 2 a 10 or bucket. So that's how I like to bowl because then I know I can't miss in that direct. I can miss in that direction without it ever going light. You know, I, I don't – there was one time I think I went light. It was against Kyle. Other than that, I could stay in that spot and it eliminates one side of the, one side of the pocket for me. And uh, the game against Kyle where I used the bonus, they hooked more in the front. So that ball that uh, was was uh, the stronger ball with the surface, the intimidator, it just it was a little bit too early and it was just a little flat down the lane. But every other every other match, uh, it, it, it rolled great. And I I'd never, I never hadn't ever thrown that ball um, before th- those shows. And, you know, when we, we have so many so many balls, uh, we have a lot of product. Uh, you, you rely on the guys who know a lot about that product. And for me, you know, for this event, it was, it was Eric Krause and Chuck Gardner. And it was those guys that put their heads together and said, Hey, this, this, I like the Ebonite arrow. And uh, I use that on the team event in the same building. And the, the intimidator has, you know, it's in the same family of cover stock. And they're like, all right, well, this ball, similar ish cover, but it's got a bigger core. This is going to roll better for this, you know, for this event. And I, it's probably something that I would have never, stumbled upon you know unless you have people like that who are extremely knowledgeable and, and you need that when you have seven brands of balls that you can choose from so f- follow-up question because uh we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we saw your first look on the playoff show and you were going with surface big a uh, big a big ball but you were able to uh use your speed right you were throwing it pretty like pretty hard um and you're able to kind of take your hand out a little bit play right uh now compare that to a lot of what you bowled against right uh simo uh you know and just you go through aj johnson and then you look at a guy like a belmo who you didn't bowl against but they were all trying to really finesse uh play urethane and i think that's because of the, the, their rev rates was that an advantage for you honestly you were able to throw a, a resin and be able to stay right when everyone's trying to like force a urethane on that shot yeah, hundred percent. And I think you, you know, you see that even with the with the guys that um, that were hooking it. I think you know what I saw early on. You know, I had you know the benefit of being able to stay on the sideline because I had a buy and I was able to watch a lot of the matches before I went. And so I saw guys like Chris Vai bowled a really good game and left a, you know left some, left a couple like three ten pins I think even on the one lane. Um, uh, EJ bowled, I think he bowled before me, and he left a bunch of 10 pins. And lost. So I got, I got to see these guys go through this where they were playing left, throwing it right, and the balls looked good, but they they wouldn't strike. 
And so I'm like, all right, well, I, they're better at doing that than, than I am playing over there and separating their angles a lot and they can't strike. And so for me, if I, if I, if I see that, I'm like, well, I, I, I don't want to have to make too perfect of a shot. And you certainly don't want to do that when you're, you're bowling on television, you have one game and there's a lot of pressure. You want to be in the spot that makes you the most comfortable. So early on, I said, not doing it, not playing left. And your thing wasn't really too much of an option for me. That most It's really only certain circumstances where I can use urethane because I, my rev rate isn't high enough. I don't hit it hard enough. I don't make it hook enough in the front part of the lane. So it, it gets a little bit too long for me unless, uh, you know, there's only just certain circumstances where I can use it. What's that smile for? What are you going to say? <laughs> 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 we don't. We don't want to tell that story. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be gloom and doom on. on, no, on okay. me, when me and Rob were in college, when Rob, uh, when Rob was good, when he could bowl more than practice game three hundreds, he we bowled for we we shared a, a place. We had a, had a, a three bedroom townhome, and our other buddy Matt. Which I'm not sure. I can't remember why he was able to get the master bedroom in this place. He paid more. But, he paid more. Yeah, but when he, I don't think either one of us got the option to, to pay more. To have, like there was no auction of this. No. I, I don't think. Uh, but anyway, Rob and I had to have the smaller of the two rooms. One room was like 20 square feet bigger. Yeah, it wasn't even. Big. And uh, and we're like, all right, well, we're gonna bowl for it. So we went to uh, Stardust Lanes in Saginaw, and we bowled the best of seven. And Rob swept me. And I think I I think the total pins of the were like seven pins. He beat me by like one or two every game. Dude, I had an advantage too, and I'll I'll be honest with you because I bowl league there, and I had about a year or two bowling in that bowling eye before Bill even stepped foot, and that was the first time Bill ever bowled there. So Bill was just flat tending at any time he needed to strike in the tenth, and I was sitting there laughing because like I'm just able to hammer on it and strike, but. Uh, yeah, I had an advantage. I, I, there's no way I could build, I could beat Bill, you know, for – I could sweep Bill right now. It, I'd be I lucky to get listen, like five in, in college, you could – oh, here's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> He's here to correct the records. He came in to correct yeah, he the record did. here. We it. appreciate Look that. Look at him. Well, he, yeah, thanks for, the, thanks for the picture there. That's, <laughs> that ran it. that's like, that's like Mike. Mike on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> no, I have that a might, that actually That actually might have been you, Mike. You might have – that might be you. No, no, I have a picture. It's just my wife's. That's all. It's my wife's picture. Dude, I can't believe Matt brought that up. That's a great story, too. That's a whole other story we don't want to talk about. Uh, I was professor. I, got nothing better to I, do than sit around I, at 8.30. Am I wrong, me. though? Like, I know, Rob, that there was a year that, that I was kind of aware of that Bill lived with you guys, but he actually ended up, like, not ever living with you guys. Like, well, that's what this comment there. was. Yeah. That's There's, what that listen, comment was about. There's yeah. a couple different. There's a couple different yes. uh, stories wrapped into that comment I, that you I, just made. I hear. So, I yeah, hear so there was a I lot of mystery. Out, I moved out kind of in the middle of the middle of the night uh, once, uh, and they just kind of walked up the stairs, and my room was empty. Um, Couldn't figure out what was going on. Yeah, yeah. There You're was a there, there, there was a time. Uh, it doesn't matter. Listen, I uh, <laughs> it wasn't great, and uh, I moved. I, I, uh, I left. Uh, I still paid the bills, I think. You did. I did. You did. Yeah. You, you and then did. There was, and then there was a time like a year later where the, the reason why I moved out that the first time is also the reason why I had to move back in with Rob uh, our senior year at college, and I had to sleep on a couch for like three months. So here's, um, the, here's the important thing, though. Unlike some other people that we know, nobody took a shit in your bed. Right? <laughs> 
No one I took moved a shit. I got it out of there. Right. They couldn't. I'm saying that either when you moved out or they moved out, there was no defecating yeah. in anyone's bed. So, you know, we may have, we may have heard some stories about that like, one time. It's so another. funny because I was the reason why he moved out in the first place because I introduced him to his girlfriend at the time. And then I was the reason why he ended up living on my couch a year later because of the same girl because he broke up. So now he's on my couch. But let me tell you, when Bill was on our couch, uh, it, it, we had such a blast because one Chappelle show was always on our TV for three months. It relooped, literally Chappelle relooped for three months, uh, and it was it was a blast. Really, like we had such a we had a good time. Um, so and now it's just Mike, now it's all on Netflix. So now it's all on Netflix. And Mike, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I'm probably the only person probably in the country that could say that I've had Bill live on my couch, and Belmonte has also stayed on my couch. So I've had a, a couple of major winners, whole future Hall of Famers sleeping on my couch, Mike. Your, my your, couch couch, very... your couch should perhaps be like a stop for young bowlers along their journey. No, like good. I'm good. The only problem with that is uh, Rob moves like every six months. So no one's really know they're not gonna know where he is at any one time to be able to, to be able to stay with him. They're you gonna need to, they're gonna need to put like, a tracker on him. You could also look at it like like uh, equal access. You know, he does a little East Coast, does a little Midwest, does a little West Coast, shares it for everybody. Yeah. But, you know, like you bowl JBTs, you bowl high school, you bowl college, you bowl some amateur stuff, junior Olympic gold, and then you go to Rob's couch. Okay. And you stay on Rob's couch, and then you continue Put your career on. from there. Listen, start, start, you know, like advertising that. Put it on Facebook. <laughs> well, Bill, you're, you're welcome. That's a great you're comment. Welcome. That's a you're great welcome comment to stay. context here. You're welcome to stay on my couch for the Masters uh, at the end of March uh, for in Vegas. So, where do you Where do you live? Where are you? I'm in Vegas. I'm in Vegas right now. Oh, okay. I thought you moved to California. No, not yet. I'm I'm temporarily on a COVID stay in Vegas uh, for for right now. I'm oh, actually. Oh, and then you're uh, going to California. Uh, maybe. Yes, at, we'll at see. A point to be determined, I think. Can you just work we'll from see. home? Yeah, there's a. Do you have a yeah, I'm just working from home. I actually work. Yeah, I work from I I'm, I work for my mom's. I live in my mom's. It's, it's free rent. And <laughs> so so Mike, Rob's busy. He's really busy. Always. He's, got, he's busy. He's super busy. Busiest guy. Leave Busiest house. guy, he's son. So busy. Way yo. Oh. Okay, yo. let's talk about Bill. <laughs> this is Bill's moment. Let's get off no, of no, my. No, let's get no, off no. of me right Exponentially now. busier than you and I, son. Okay. Now listen, you. Or you have an excuse to be busy. I'm not busy. <laughs> no. uh, I, I can be. I can be tired. I can be exhausted, but I'm not busy. Let's talk about this. Uh, Rob and I have beef with your Fox intro. Yeah, we don't like your intro. Bullshit. Because oh, it, it mentions crazy. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. There's so much I mean, better on. things they could have done. Yeah, you're like you're you're above the level. Uh, no disrespect to Chris Prather, dude is dude is a beast. We got much He's respect great, for his game, and and one day. One day down the road, he may be considered in the same conversation with a Hall of Famer like Bill O'Neill. But at the current time, honestly, it's not uh, as much of a rivalry as they're making it out to be. Maybe of late, but you know, uh, overall, though, not really. So we had beef with that. What do you think about it? Uh, I, I didn't really think twice about it. I don't. I didn't. I mean, listen. Uh, all I think he has three titles, and he beat me on all of them. So I mean, it's, you know, it's fair. I mean, you know, they went all, all been for the title, but uh, two of them, two of them were no. But did he beat you for a bigger room? 
But you have it. four. You have four times as many titles. So look, here's the thing: is here, yeah, whatever. You know, it is look, what it is. A rivalry of some sort. We know each other a lot. We're on TV you shows a lot. And I'll bra- I'll brag for you four times as many titles. So okay, yeah. Just look, here's my problem with the. Here's my problem is. They, I feel like they could have went a different route with with your intro. Um, talk about like your Philly upbringing. Like, talk about you know I don't know the city of brotherly love. You know, I, me and Mike could come up with a better intro. I'd kind of like to do it if you know if I had more listen, time. It's a, it, We're working it's on it. I'll listen, We're I'm used to it. it. Every, every you know whatever whatever I I win, it's always it's it's always something else. You know, I'm always used to the, the other thing. Well, I I beat EJ, and it was well, I got lucky in the the, the fill ball. Uh, I won this past tournament. So I got lucky against Kyle. So I, I, you know, I don't get credit. It's fine. It's no worries. Over here, yeah, you we get credit over here. So. I, I, that's why I come on the show. Okay, we need to As Lucas, Lucas was saying in the chat, as Lucas was saying in the chat, don't get mad at us because we got love for our people, Lucas. Don't get mad at us. That's how we roll. That's how we are around here. That's how we. Dude, what do you mean, Lucas around. is the biggest fanboy? Lucas is the PBA fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lu- Lucas and the, Lucas and uh, the the flow bowling Jason Belmonte network. Okay, oh, all right, oh. Lucas. Oh. Hey, listen, see, <laughs> you know what? Let me say this: I'm looking forward to the documentary. I am. I'm looking. For, uh, Joe Paluzic with a cameo. <laughs> Yo, okay, okay. okay. The funniest <laughs> part about the whole thing, forget everything, was the fact that I and this I can't imagine this is that this was not on purpose. That that the that him saying I'm not. I don't drink the Kool-Aid while drinking the Kool-Aid. That was on purpose, right? Like that's so obviously backwards and stupid that it had to be done ironically, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, listen, we go back right there, and there was a th- old man humor, right, is what we used to say about about him. Like always, always a very uh, dated personality there, so I wasn't surprised to see that. Um yeah, so listen, uh, the intros were good though in general, no? The intros they needed, were yeah, a cool part of the show, yeah. for sure. They I like them. I think they needed more of them. I got I got tired of watching the same intros over and over again. They should have filmed multiple intros and had some different variety of them, honestly. Eh, like, I, under the gun, time constraint wise, like yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean you don't you don't know forward, who's gonna win. You don't know who's gonna have right. you, you, you're gonna film four intros for every person. You right. know, uh, four different unique intros for each each person, and for most of them, you're only going to use one. I got tired of listening to Bill being second fiddle to pray there. I got I got tired of listening to you being second fiddle to pray there. That's <laughs> the only thing I remember about. It's like how many times could I see him losing to pray there? Like it just, you know. Uh, but the intros were good though. I I, I did like them. Uh, there was definitely. Uh, I just wasn't a fan of yours, honestly. Uh, and Stu Williams is is definitely looking to get blocked uh, after making comments like that. Uh, he's, you know, <laughs> see, yeah. What when you read the first word, I, th- I feel like he, I thought he was going to be coming at, at Mike and I, but really, he's coming to you, which is which is actually I am pro. I'm pro that. I mean, you know, hey, look, like I'm from Philly. I'm not a big Rocky guy, though. Uh, you know, you yeah, yeah, I'm not me. really a Rocky guy. I mean, I, you know, they're fine, but Rob is like. Yeah, I Rob tend to find it. that most most Philly people are not like real hardcore Rocky people. You know, like yeah, it's cool. We got the statue, whatever the steps. Everybody likes to run up the steps at the art museum. But oh, no, I know, did, I, I did that. Yeah, Bill yeah, was there. I could take his photos. 
I mean, I'm from there. I don't know many hardcore people like that. All right, so Lucas Wiseman's going to lose his shit in a minute here because uh, I want to talk about this topic. And listen, before we even talk about it, I'm going to say you all know our boy here. You know he's going to be he's going to be humble and play it down. So I'm here to boast and promote, and that's my role here. Okay, and uh, Lucas is going to be pissy at me in the chat, and that's okay. He can be. That's fine. We're all entitled to our opinions, even if they're shitty or wrong. Uh, let's talk about player of the year. I feel like a strong case could be made that you deserve the players votes for player of the year. And, and let me, let me say this first of all, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, but I can't look up any stats. Do you want to know why? Because the PBA website, once you go first past the first page, nothing works. So we'll talk about that later, but here's what I got. Here's what I dug up. Tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. You won the players championship. That was a hundred. That was seventy thousand. Yes, seventy-five. Seventy-five. You finished Big second. In the, you finished second in the TOC. That was fifty thousand. Yes. Yep. You won the PBA playoffs. That was a hundred k. Bam. Phil. Okay. <laughs> All right. You have two titles this year. Yes. Yep. Okay. One is a major. And the other is the is the most valuable tournament of the year, the PBA playoffs. Yes, monetarily, yeah. Okay, okay. Belmo, let's talk about it for a second. He won the U.S. Open. It's an amazing accomplishment. Great, but you know, it's thirty thousand. We're okay. gonna poo the U.S. Open. Go ahead. Thirty grand. All right. He's uh, gonna shit on the U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it because of the money. It's a limited field, too. It's a limited field, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, limited to the best bowlers in the world. What do you uh, mean? Li- yeah, limited to what? So because you couldn't bowl with not validated? Uh, no, I mean, I thought I thought that you had to have an invitation, basically, to, to bowl in the U.S. Open. Do you not? Yeah, but who was missing? Dude, where's Mike's invitation? Uh, Why isn't he getting it? Right? I mean, uh, yeah, there's 144 people there. I bet your bar school call got it. How many more people? How many more people? Yeah. (laughs) How many more people do you need at the U.S. Open besides 144? I'm getting there. I'm getting there, people. Stop cutting me off. I'm getting there. All right. (laughs) You do it to everyone else. Get a piece of your medicine. Just like just like in real life. Stop reading the comments. Belmo won the Chameleon uh, Championship. Okay, that's title number two for him. He also won the World Championship. That if people don't remember, was back in March when COVID hit. The PBA finished the World Championship but did not complete the World Series of Bowling. Okay. Um, 100, 100K was the prize there, but it went up to 150 because the PBA added money. Okay. But first of all, I expect uh, – chiming in here. I expect uh, out of courtesy that Stu votes for me for player of the year. Some of, these people, yeah. some of these people in the chat are going to get personally contacted by me after this shit is over. Okay. So Stu, Stu, should be, Stu should be voting for me simply because it's funny. And Stu's a man of humor, and he likes things that are funny. And simply, if I win, that's funny. Oh, see, so Bill's already – Bill doesn't think Why he's got funny? a – Like, uh, listen, two titles, one major, three titles, two it's funny because It's funny because Lucas Lucas and the, the Jason Belmonte uh, streaming network would be, <laughs> would be angry, and it would make Lucas angry, and that's funny to me. <laughs> Dude, the Belmonte streaming <laughs> network – uh, oh my God! So, oh my real, realistically, Bill, you don't yo, you don't think you have a chance? Am I wrong? 
Am I wrong because I want to see my boy win player of the year? Come on. I'm going to make that argument. All right. You know. I mean, if you're looking at it just that, the, you know, my I have two titles. He has three. Two of his are majors. I, I mean, you know, if you're just looking at it like that. It, but it's not as uh, much of a blowout as people make it seem. We're talking like, yeah, they're titles, but they're, it's one match, right? If one match goes different for either of us, then I'm looked at as the clear-cut winner, right? If Simonson beats him in the U.S. Open, or if uh, did EJ lose to him in the, if that if those things happen, then maybe I'm you know what I mean. Like it's not something that 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 that's that crazy, uh, and maybe I will get a few votes out of uh, Belmo fatigue. But uh, you know, yeah, probably he he probably deserves it. Yeah. Listen, it's not uh, it's not going it's not gonna it's not gonna like hurt my feelings or anything like. Um, I would love to win the player of the year and I would love to win it as someone who gets done the year and we don't even have to have this conversation and you're already congratulating me before the award is even announced. That's why uh, I would. And, and Oh, now top tens matter. Oh, geez. Right. Top tens matter. So do money. Is it, is it just winning majors or is it, is it top 10? They don't even I said the same thing. So they don't even know. Uh, so listen, let me ask you, Bill, um, that's the your goal post. The goalpost moves so much. Like they're off the screen. Now the player of the year, that's one thing that you haven't won in your career. Yeah. Um, is that something where, and you know, I don't know, whatever, whenever you decide to retire or, or, or got a half, is that the one thing that you're going to like, it's you feel like it's been eluding you your career. Um, you're so close right now, really. Uh, so I mean, what are your thing? You know, maybe we just uh have to like hope Belmo retires because one handed player of the year that, that's a that's a good award. Uh, so I guess yeah, my I, question, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, it's obviously something that I, I want to win. It's the you know, besides winning all the majors or. <laughs> Who am I? Sorry, Wait, but Mike was the Skip Bayless. Mike has been Skip Bayless too a bunch I don't of even care if I don't even care if that's accurate. It's just funny. Uh, yeah. The, you know, it, 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 yeah, it would be the thing that would would be the last thing for me to to add to the to the trophy case for sure. I mean, obviously, winning uh, you know the other three majors that I haven't won would be would be up there as well. But I mean, if I, I to be perfectly honest, I n- never would have ever dreamed that this would have been my career. So like if I retired tomorrow, I'd be I'd be happy I'd be happy as hell. I mean this it would be, you know. I, so it's it would be just like an icing on the cake thing and not something that I would that would keep me up at night and you know uh, the Hall of Fame means more to me than 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 the one year. So uh, not yeah, to I mean, mention I, honestly that like somebody said you know one handed player of the year and I, I gotta say I think there's also something to be said for that that you are competing in an environment where a lot of one-handed players are finding it hard to stay at the top of, of the professional side of the game. And not only have you have you stayed there, but you've kind of rebuilt things and and, and excelled even more than you had before. So to me, there, there's really something to be said for that. Like, I'm not going to go as far as to say that, oh, uh, a one-handed player who competes in a player of the year race should, should, give, should be given extra credit of some kind. But... Uh, I do find it impressive. If I was a player who was voting and I knew the environment out there and how hard it was for one-handed players to uh, stay at the top, 
you know, compared to their two-handed counterparts, I would personally look at that as an accomplishment in and of itself. So I'll I mean, listen, I, I feel I feel it's it's an accomplishment. You know, I'm I'm proud of myself for that. I don't need I don't need a trophy. I don't need an award for it. Uh, I certainly wouldn't ask for it. But it's something that I can I can definitely be proud of and say, look, I, you know, instead of just there's a lot of guys who they they get into a mode where it's just they just complain about everything and they're complaining about their cross and they're complaining about uh, following this guy and they bowled on the end pair three times. They do all this stuff and it's all nonsense. And, and like, you know, they get wrapped up in all that. And, and I tried to look at it the other way and say, look, I got it. I can, I can win out here again and I'm going to figure out a way to do it. And, and, uh, and I figured it out and that, and that, um, you know, that means a lot to me. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, so said. I, what yeah. did Jeff say? I was, I was, I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Cause I think that's a good question because, um, I don't I, personally. I don't feel like you really need to approve on anything. I feel like you're no, right I, there right I, now. Honestly, I think it goes back to what he said before. You know, like if if certain breaks go certain ways, things you know things can be much different. And honestly, there's probably other years in your career, Bill, that if we looked at them and we said, well, if you would have won here instead of finishing second, or perhaps things go a little bit differently, maybe you would have made a, a stronger run at Player of the Year previously. So I understand that point of it, but I mean, Jeff, like. How much more? And, and and we're speaking personally here, right? I'm not attacking you, Jeff, in any way, but I feel like uh, we're having a conversation amongst friends. But really, like, what more do you expect him to do? Like, to me, he kind of reinvented no, himself it's a, already. It's a fair question. I mean, is that, like, what what would be the next step? How would I how would I do it? And um, no, there wouldn't be anything I would need to improve. Like, it's a there. I say this all the time, but there's only two types of really successful bowlers and it's people who are have a, a really distinct a game and they're they're really good at their a game and they capitalize a lot when that a game is there and they win a lot and those are generally the people that win player of the years because they're going to be able to capitalize on those things more uh you know a la belmo walter ray uh, norm these these guys have really distinct defined a games that when it's when they get they can catch a run they they can win a lot and someone like me who's more of like jack of all trades guy master of none it's harder to to amass those kind of titles in a in a stretch and so like i'm that's just my and i realized that a long time ago so i had to develop my game to do a lot more things to kind of keep myself competitive for a a, a year instead of like short short bursts so um you know, it is if just things would just happen to fall differently. And like you said, it's different year to year. I mean, you had years like, you know, um, you know, Rash won he, his year. He had uh, one major that was his only title, right? And so, like, I've had those years too. And it's just a matter of it, there's a lot of circumstance. You know, what that, else that, happens that goes with in. everybody else and exactly. how things shake so, out with if everybody? So, if, yeah. so, if, like, you have, um, you know, if a guy wins one title, if a bunch of guys are winning majors and it's only – they only win one, right? They have those years. Like, you know, Belmont just happens to be winning two or three majors every year. It's like you're caught in that in that storm. It's hard to win. It's hard to win player of the year. All right. So I just want to announce that uh, Philadelphia area, all my people, Philadelphia area, all my Bill O'Neill fans, uh, Saturday or no, sorry, Sunday, Sunday morning, I am having a Bill O'Neill for player of the year <laughs> car parade. Okay, I'll have car flags for us all. All right, just like my Trump people, 
And, yo, the, uh, yo, car flags are canceled now, bro. It's oh gonna, it's God. gonna start. They're going to the, campfire. It's gonna start at the Oxford <laughs> Valley Mall, and we're gonna take it from Route One, all right, all the way down to Steve Steaks in Philadelphia uh, on the Boulevard. Are you gonna stop? Are you gonna stop at Steve Steaks uh, on Old Lincoln Highway first? No, that's no, closer. We're right go to, there and then go down to the one in the northeast. No, we're going right to the one in the you northeast. You can hit them both. No, you we're going to the real one. We're going you like can have, you, can, you, can have, you can have a, a, a whiz wit at the one in, the, in by me, and then, and then you an can American have a, an American wit. Yeah, I hope it's okay. not too crowded because Barstool's been doing it. You yeah. know, uh, Barstool, oh, yeah. Barstool call. Shit. They steal Barstool bowling call. from me. They steal cheesesteaks from me. These bastards. Barstool yeah, um, bastards, Rob. Bill, what do you want to? What do you want to ask about the hundred K, Rob? We got to yeah, ask the hundred K before he goes. Okay, so I, I, my first question that I was going to ask was: Was there going to be a hot tub paired with your pool? Found out there is already a hot tub that yeah. got. Okay, so now we have a hundred grand, right? Like, Bill, what are we doing here? Come on, like, don't give me the whole like you're going to invest it or you're going to save it. What are you doing? You got to be doing some good, right? Hey, like, hold on, don't answer yet. Can we take a guess? Can we give a suggestion, Rob? I just bought yeah, sneakers oh. at the beginning of the show. Ah, uh, come on, <laughs> come on, hundred K. Here's all right. Here's what I'm going to suggest, Rob. Uh, so Belmo has the Tesla. He's got like the Tesla coupe. Okay. Oh, Belmo got a Tesla, huh? Big, big money. Yeah, he does. He has the Tesla coupe. I'm going to suggest that Bill goes out and uh, and gets the Tesla SUV. <laughs> okay, and then puts lots of pictures on social media of his Tesla in the snow with snow covered branches behind it and his Tesla charging. So that's my suggestion. Rob, what's your suggestion? Um, I feel like Bill needs to uh, take a, a, a crazy guy's trip out to Vegas and pay for a bunch of bottles and a suite. And, you know, invite some of its close guy friends and, yo, let's do like a three night, like, you know, you know, he's married with kids, son. So I mean, what does that mean? I do it every year with a bunch of our, our friends. Bill knows all the friends that I go with and they're all married, you know, but you know, as long as you clear with the wife, like six months in advance, you just say, hey, like, oh, he's going to Disney World. Probably. I could, I could probably see that more realistically than him going to Vegas. I hate Disney uh, World. I'm not going to Disney World. But your kids won't. <laughs> I'm gonna beat it into him that Disney World sucks and we're not gonna. Oh, yeah, look at that. You, look at yeah. Bill's that he's taking his kids to Disney World. No, oh, I'm not goodness. taking Disney World. All right, so we, now tell us realistically, what are you really doing? Because it's probably a much more boring answer than what we're what we're talking. Yeah, it's about. like Chris Prather's you answer. To, you guys want me to blow it? Like, you know? Yeah, Chris Prather's I'm not, answer. I'm not, I'm not living in a Kanye song. Okay, I, I, this is my life. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. What so PJ, PJ is going to be a really happy guy. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably, he'll probably get probably get some of it. Uh, uh, well, us and my my uh, brother and sister are building a vacation home. Oh, look at this! This is the new pool. Listen, this listen, is the new pool. Say, you know, we got to hear about the vacation. So home. I told I told Rob that before you even came on, Bill. Like before you even in, in yeah. backstage with us, and I told him. And Rob's like, "Oh, well, maybe we'll get a spa, spa for the pool." I said, "He's already got the spa." <laughs> I'm like, in fact, uh, him and his brother and sister in law they're they're building a, a mountain house together. And Rob was like, "Oh shit, really? Are they?" I said, "Yeah." Well, I don't know if like he wants to put it out there. We definitely shouldn't put it out there, but. Yeah, okay. No doubt. Put it out there. Put it out. I mean, really, I know. Where's it at? 
It's like Man. two two hours north of where of where we are. It's got a private golf course. It's not it's not mountainous like Mike. When I told him we were, he he's like, "Yo, the mountains? You're not a mountain person. You you don't you're not an outdoors guy." I'm like, I'm "Not. I'm not. A, I'm not a. Not you know, I'm not. I'm not out living in the under the trees and like uh, surviving off the no you know, leaves. We're, and stuff. we're four seasons. This is like a, it's like yeah, it's like a resort uh, kind of. It's a gigantic place, but it's got it's got an 18 hole private golf course on it. Uh, you know, a couple lakes, pools. When my, everything, everything for you, Rob, to be comfortable, right? I don't so what, golf. I don't golf. Inevitably, but I'm cart. You know what I'm inevitably saying? Inevitably, when, when Rob's eventually going to get tired of Vegas, and he's going to get tired of California, and he's going to want another change, and he's going to be like, "Well, how's your Wi-Fi at in the mountains? Like, can I come up and live in the mountains for like six months? Uh, can I do that? Because he's going to need a place. He's always going to need a place to stay." Grow, I would grow a big grow beard. I would get beard. rid of my phone. I would live off the yeah. land, Bill. I would live off the Become land. The land meeting the golf course. Yeah, the land meeting the golf course every day. It's a, it's a, it's a half an acre. You know, it's not like uh, we're not. We, we we didn't buy like twenty acres of property that we're maintaining, and you know, we're not Belmo. The best golfer on tour is EJ Tackett, is it not? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. I think or Ronnie, Ronnie Jones, tries to claim it, but it's EJ. Okay. All right. Gotcha. No, okay. don't don't go golfing with Bill though. Bill's a pretty good golfer. He'll take all your money. He's he's low key good. I ain't golfing. I'm driving the car and drinking. And they play twice twice a year now. <laughs> still though, True. still doesn't matter. You don't. It doesn't matter. Bill says that, and then he gets on the course, and he's good for at least an eighty-five. And let me tell you something. You play. I play, twice I play a the year. same every 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 time I play. You play twice a year, and if you called Rob and said, "Hey, let's go golf," he would tell you, "I'm too, too busy. busy. Too busy. I'm too busy." I'm too I'm never too busy to play. I'll never be too, too busy to play golf. Too many, golf, too many guys. Yeah, no. So it must just be. I guess what he's saying is it's just me. Is that what he's saying? I mean, well, is that just, how much you take that? Yeah, I mean, it's just when you want to go live because you get you have some beef on Twitter. <laughs> is when I get too busy. Oh uh, yeah, go ahead. What do you want to <laughs> ask me? What so, do you? Wait, no, wait, I, yeah. So Mike married two children. A job as now he's doing during a, a teaching during a, a pandemic, which is super time consuming, yet has enough time to argue with multiple people on multiple platforms all day is so, really something. So if you really break, if you break down all his arguments on Twitter, he's got he goes after all the uh, all the people who post stuff about the teaching profession. He scours the comments of like NJ.com to see if people are, you know, shitting on teaching so he can he can. <laughs> Quote, I do. And I he's do. going after Barstool Carl. He's got a he's beef. A he's got a beef with this uh, uh, zombie Belmo account. That's three. <laughs> that's, that's just on Twitter. Then you go to Facebook, where he's he, he's commenting under his wife's name. He okay. can't have his own Facebook. He's, let's, he can't have his own Facebook. No, and and he's on Facebook, and it's oh he he he'll text me. You won't believe. The argument I got into in the local Facebook group in my in my county, my township. I'm like, how do you even find these things? Who goes on? Uh, what kind of normal person is even on their like township county Facebook group to argue about like you know the swing set at the local pr- playground where the bolts are rusty? Who does this? <laughs> I, but, li- but, look, but, I like yeah, to stay informed. I'm sorry, I like to stay informed. You don't like community. to stay informed. You like to stir shit. It's different. <laughs> It's way All different. Right. All right, we'll end there. Yo, homie, uh, congrats <laughs> on the hundred grand. Uh, we got to get together and celebrate at some point in the near future. Here, uh, huge Dude, don't win. Forget the, don't forget well, the lucky number thirteen title, man. 
You know, people, well, you, you, Big Mike loves the money check, but I, I look at the, the title. Like, that's. Well, Rob, you know, for you, I, I, I was able to get past the, the 11. Uh, you were. I mean, I made, today, I is 11, 11. today is 11-11. Today is 11-11 in case oh, wow. you didn't realize yeah. it. I didn't. So, yeah, that's a whole nother, whole nother situation I'm not getting into. But uh, we've had some really bad strings on the roulette wheel trying to bet on the number 11. And it never oh, – the only I, time it will ever hit – yeah. yeah, it's the only time it will ever hit when Bill pulls his money off. And, and then, then yeah, Dave, sure your brother shit. hit it. David. Yeah, 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 yeah. But congrats on lucky number thirteen. I'm sure we'll be talking more. Uh, you know, uh, Bill, how many titles are you going to finish your career with? How many titles? Give us a number. Uh, I, well, no, I'm not going to tell you because oh, I, I, I do, I do, I do have a, a, a goal that I set for myself like five years ago, mm. and I'm pretty close. You're pretty, pretty close, close to it. Yeah, pretty close. fifteen. Fifteen's the Rob, number. What's, well, number. I was yeah, going to ask what's yeah, the over yeah. under, but it's a major what's, number as well. What's 15. The, I would say over was, under it would be uh majors is hard. No, man, you have three, a, it's like you have a lot of years left though. Like you're not even forty yet. You look at somebody dude, like he's in Barnes. good shape, man. Bill works out yeah, that right. old people the geriatric like, gym, dude. Not more now, nah, man. I, that's closed. <laughs> COVID, COVID wrecked that place. Yeah, I can imagine yeah, all the old people want to go work out. Nah. Yeah, but no, listen, you look at somebody like Barnes who just turned 50 and he's still competing on the young guys tour and doing okay. The only the only concern I have is that the game seems to be trending in a in a younger, more more you know, two-handed aggressive style of play and I don't know if like you're going to get that same 10-year run that somebody like Barnes has had or maybe a Tommy Jones has had. Tell Norm do that. Tell Norm but I, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the thing is that the game has always been built on uniqueness, and so if you can de- if you can be uniquely good, uh, if everybody's doing one thing and somebody else is on is over here doing another and they're doing it well, they can have success. Um, and be, be before we leave, we have to promote Bill. Um, talk to Hammer. If EJ got a ten-year deal. We want Bill to have an eleven-year <laughs> deal. This is but right. Bill's turning. Can, can, we, can, can, can we get a Bill O'Neill to bowling to ball door. too? Can we get a Bill? You know, Belmo's got all these bowling balls. Can we get some we Bill, O'Neill Bill O'Neill signature ball. bowling balls? We need an eleven-year deal. I mean, come on, like Motive hooking EJ up, Storms hooking. We want a Bill O'Neill ball and an eleven-year deal. Hammer, Brunswick. Don't, we're gonna. We'll take it. We're, well, I'll take it up the. I'm not the gonna get on. I'll get Mike on Twitter. If they offer me it. eight years tomorrow, I'm not taking it. Taking no, it all the way to 50. 11. All the way to senior tour. We want an 11-year deal. And if not, we're going to get their Twitter accounts, and we're going to sick Big Mike on them to, to get those deals. Yep, he'll be he'll be tweeting them under his <laughs> protected tweet account. No one will be able to see it, but he'll be Zombie Belmo ain't retweeting me anymore. Come out from behind the burner, and then you, yeah, can, and then anybody, you can retweet me. He wouldn't okay. want all his followers checking yeah, out your tweets. Yeah, we need to get well. Bill a big. We need to get Bill a big ball deal. This is it. Like we need. True. We got to talk. And also, I, I I was trying to get him verified on Twitter, but since COVID happened, Twitter shut down the the Twitter verification system. I don't know if you knew that, Bill. Look at Chuck. They did it. They did that a long time ago. I know. Like so like, we can't get Bill ver- even verified right. on Twitter. I'm on it. The kid can't even get I a blue e- check. Next I got. E- I got. I got. I got emails out. Uh, I got. I got. I got it. I'm on it. I don't know Good. if it'll happen, but I'm on it. 
I've checked. All right, we need we need that. We need a ball deal. We need a ball a a bell a bill ball, and we need a Twitter verification. We're on keep it, a, Bill. We got it. All keep right. us updated. Keep us in the loop. All right, homie. Yeah. We appreciate the time. All right, uh, tell everybody we said hello. We'll get together soon. Absolutely. All, All right, right later. Hey. Rob, uh, always always good to have uh, have our guy on. You know, yeah, we, we, we always we always go long when it's a Bill O'Neill interview. No, question. I know we always do because it's always fun. Like it's just us bannering back and forth. It's pretty much true. How, if we were sitting in like your basement, like hanging out, it's pretty much what our conversation would. Sound yeah, and like. it's I mean, really, it's cause for celebration. Like a hundred thousand dollar win <laughs> is a huge win. I know, I know you you like to make fun of me about my, uh, you know, my my the weight that I give to the money, but you know, we've talked about it at length, Rob, like these guys are out there bowling for a living and, and money matters, you know? So winning a big event means you're living a better life for you and your family. You're, you're doing better for them. So, um, yeah, awesome win, you know, especially like we talked about with the redemption side of it, uh, you know, with, with finishing second last year and feeling like he didn't really bowl his best. Um, so awesome to see him, uh, come through and, uh, and finish that out. So, uh, Rob, we, we, we got some other stuff to cover here before we get out of here. Uh, yeah, we got about 10, we, 15 minutes, I think. Yeah, you know, so we, let, let's, we, we kind of talked about it at the end of the interview there. Let's talk about the EJ uh, the EJ Tackett contract. Can we talk about that? You want to speculate, Rob? You want to sure. spec- mm, We love us some speculation over here. We love some speculation. So uh, let's speculate. 10 years, okay. right? 10 years. Uh, there was some conversation on Twitter with Phil Brylo. Shout out to Phil Brylo, uh, where he was kind of talking about the Barnes deal, right? That, no, that it, went wasn't, down. it wasn't. Okay, I'm going to say right off the bat that it wasn't because if it was, Motive would have put the amount out. If it was a million-dollar deal for EJ, they would have made that publicly known like Barnes did when he signed. Okay, so that's how I know instantly that it's oh, it's under a million. It's under. Okay. Okay. Now I, mean, I, I know set th- I set the over under, Rob, and I I said seven hundred thousand. Well, that's where exactly my that's my okay. all right my so, assumption. Uh, and that, it's interesting to me because li- 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 Rob, we didn't talk about this at all off no. the air, right? This is the first time you and I are discussing yeah. this at all. It is. So it is. Uh, when I said seven hundred thousand, here's what I kind of felt like. I already have a, a sort of a ballpark idea of what some of the ball contracts are like. Right, me too. Right? Uh, right. You know, so when I say seven hundred thousand, uh, I was thinking, okay, well, it's ten years down the road, so those salary years have to be higher just because of cost of living, inflation, et cetera. So that number is going to be right. It's going to be somewhat higher. And you figure in the contract, you know, you're going to make more every time you, a couple years go by. So I figured we're probably starting on the sixty thousand end in the early part of the contract, and then towards the end of the contract, maybe maybe towards the middle, like year five, year six, you're probably getting into that seventy thousand range. So probably. if you put it if you put it at seven hundred, the over right. under, I'm going to take the under on that, Rob. Right. I'm going to take the under because I think the first few years are going to be under. The, you got to average at seventy thousand, right, for ten what, years. What about incentives? So I think the first few years are going to be under that, and and the the later years are probably going to be around that or a little bit over. So how does the incentives look? Because I know there's some ball companies that will give salary, straight salary, right, yearly, but the ball incentives, like when they make a show and they use a specific ball, they'll give higher salaries and they won't give incentives like to the pros that. Uh, are uh, using the bowling balls. Now, 
I know Storm is a company where they're really higher on their incentive uh, deal when they make shows and they'll give, you know, better, uh, better checks for the pros that are making the shows using the bowling balls. Uh, I was just a right around your area, about 750,000 for the 10 years. Uh, maybe that's, you know, comes out to about 75,000 a year, give or take. Now, does that include incentives? Is there a, you know, is there, uh, you know, is there a commission, let's just say on top of the 75,000 salary, if he makes, you know, a show or is it just straight salary and, uh, they expect him to do, you know, bowling ball, uh, clinics and, you know, they do the, uh, like, what is that? The, the world bowling, wherever the, the or what is that? The convention that's every year, like the, uh, bowl, the BPAA bowl expo, convention, right? yeah, yeah, bowl expo, yeah. All that. They'll usually give them like all expenses paid. They'll pay all their expenses out there, but they don't really make any really money doing that. That's part of their contract. Mm. So my, my, I'm right around with you, Mike. I'm around seven hundred fifty thousand for the ten years. But if it was a okay. million dollars, they would have they would have said it. Like there's no doubt in my mind they would have said it. Uh, Brian is asking: Are the pro staffers employees of the companies, or is this ten ninety nine stuff? Brian, to my they're, knowledge, it's ten ninety nine. I don't think they, they're employees. They're they're like subcontractors. No, no. Like I know the ones, the, the people that I know that are on staff, they get um, you know, benefits and medical insurance, and uh, you know, they have uh, definitely full time like employee contracts. Uh, the ten ninety nines are usually like the amateurs contracts and maybe some regional contracts or ten ninety nine. But anybody that's making usually a year salary or any kind of income monthly is usually on a, some kind of full-time uh, benefits package with uh, like, it's like working for Ebonite or working for motive. Like you're, you're able to get a benefits package too, but I'll say I've uh, heard differently there. You know, I've heard, I, I've definitely heard differently there. Um, yeah. But, some it's different know. companies based on your, what company? Like I know, I think Ebonite before Brunswick, Ebonite had their staffers on like a full-time. I know like, medical benefits package but like if you look ask Stu, who's in the comments right now who's saying a 1099 so roto grip and storm could be doing it differently different yeah, companies uh, like working it's rob like, i'm getting i'm getting word uh i'm getting uh, word from somebody outside the show uh that that people feel that we're we might be a little bit low people are feeling like we set the over under a little bit low at seven hundred thousand there and that it's probably the over there so Listen, that I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. This is why we should get the numbers. This is why they should put the numbers out there. It's a measuring stick for who the players are. Because, listen, are you telling me that if EJ Tackett got a, got a contract number and all the contract numbers were out there, if EJ Tackett got a contract number that was higher than Belmo, you don't think Belmo's going to want to go back to Storm and say, uh, yeah, I'm going to need to redo my contract and, and get a yeah. higher number than him? You know, I, I want to see that sports. type of shit in bowling. I want to well, see that's that. Sports. You know? Yeah, that's that's what makes sports, right? Like, you pay you pay a running back, the highest running back in the league. Guess what? The best running back is going to want to have. He's going to want to be paid like the best running back in the league. True. Uh, I feel like they should put that amount. They should put out what they're paying the staff people. And I mean, could you imagine if you're someone like Bill? Just giving an example. And you look and round, and you see like there are ten pros that are paying, getting paid better than you. I mean, you're you know you're a top, you know three. Top yeah, well, three I said to top it before. Pro out there. 
I think that's part of the reason why the ball companies themselves don't want the numbers out there. No. Because that would be the case. You know, you'd have guys saying, how the hell am I making less than this guy who I totally operate? It would almost be like every year you'd kind of have to redo the ball contracts every, you know, because people would want more or less, or people would want more based on where they, they finished or what they feel like they're standing well, in. Well, yeah, that's the reason behind it, Jimmy, is the balling companies don't want to put it out. No, to you me, know, I mean, we've asked Bill about that. We've had that argument with him previously. I think I, what I remember him saying is that it's because they're independent contractors and like it's an independent contract. It's not the same as a sports contract. You know, it would be the same as like a uh, a sports, um, you know, sponsorship deal with a, with an apparel company or something of that nature, right? Where those get reported in, in sports, but only because they're blockbuster deals, right? So. Yeah, that would be that would be dope, Lucas. That would be very dope, right? Like, like that would who's be like, really that would... making who's really making the most money on tour for a year? Luke, I, we Lucas, all know the answer to that. I think this is important, Lucas, and you should be able to do that. And it's important for the younger bowlers out there, the college bowlers, the regional bowlers, even high school bowlers, Lucas. If they're able to see that earnings, salaries, incentives, and winnings. Then they could realize, well, maybe you could actually make a living on tour, and if you're a top ten or a top fifteen, and you could actually like maybe persuade, you know, your parents. Let's just say, like, hey, like there is some good money out there, but you don't know. So it's just like you just it's a crapshoot. Like they, that would be awesome for the sport in general, like that to grow the pro professional bowling, so people know what's going on out there. If the numbers are low, then people and the kids look at that. They're like, I don't want to do that. Like I don't. I want to make some money. Uh, I'll become a True. gamer. I'll be an e-gamer. All right, Rob, you uh, you ready to wrap it up or what? I mean, there, there's a lot we didn't get to tonight. Yeah, we wanted we to get, get to the the majors that were announced, right? U.S. Open right. and Masters were announced for next year. We we'll put that off for next week. Put that off. Next uh, week. We wanted to uh, talk about the PBA Clash, right? That was announced this week. Uh, it's so air the 29th. So we'll have some we'll have some weeks to talk about that. Yeah. So so air. we'll talk about that next week as well. Um, yeah, listen, you know, sh- my, my final thought, Rob, is the uh, the PBA website sucks. Uh, Cole, it's it, to me, honestly, it's a reflection of the fraud that Coley Edison is because she went on Beef and Barnsley's show and promoted that new website, had them bring it up on the show, okay? And, you know, all you got to do is scratch the surface just a little bit and nothing works on it. I go there today, earlier today, to try and get some statistics down to have a conversation about player of the year. I wanted to look up average. I wanted to look up uh, number of match play appearances, et cetera. Nothing. Can't find any of it. So, like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't present something to us as the fans as, like, a, a finished product or something that you're, you're touting in a proud way when, it, you know, all you got to do is click once or twice and and nothing's really there. So... I was frustrated by that. I apologize for my little rant there. Um, my final thoughts, Mike, is uh, I, I want to send a sincere thank you and uh, to all the veterans out there. Uh, it is today is Veterans Day, eleven uh, eleven. We all know that's my holiday as well. I'm not a veteran, but the number eleven has always been with me. So, want to just send a really thank you out there to all the men and women of, of the armed forces who have served and are serving. Because, uh, yeah. Uh, we're a free country and we're able to say what we want on a podcast like this and talk all kinds of shit about anybody we want because of those men and women. So uh sincere thank you to out there to them. And if you do know any 
people that have served. I'm sure everybody does, you know, thank them and let, and let them know like that you appreciate everything that they've done. So yeah, That's no doubt. Numerous, uh, numerous veterans in my immediate family that uh, that got texts today, including uh, including my dad, who's not with us anymore, but he was a vet as well, Vietnam vet. So yeah, no doubt. I Dude, I, I that, second those thoughts, Rob. Mike, scary times back then. Mike, uh, going to war back then compared to what they're doing now, they're risking their lives. But dude, back then when your dad was going to Vietnam, man, that's that was a whole nother ball game. Like it was wild, crazy shit, I mean, man. Crazy honestly, shit. like uh, I have. Uh, I have some some like military documents that uh, describe some of the the bigger battles that he was involved in and stuff. And yeah, it's 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 wild to even read it. It's yeah. like surreal to to imagine being in that environment. So you know, I, I have a lot of a lot of respect to, for people who uh, who take that route as well. So uh, you know, like I said, one of my brothers is a vet. My cousin's a vet. Numerous people in my family. So uh, yeah, definitely second those sentiments and. Uh, We'll catch everybody next week, Rob. Uh, You know, Bowen's kind of going to be off, right, for a little bit, but we'll still be here. We got some stuff lined up for the people. We're working on some things for you guys behind the scenes to to keep things interesting, even when the PBA isn't rocking and rolling. But, Rob, what a great way for us to wrap up the PBA season today on this show with with our boy getting to come on and celebrate a 100K victory. So shout to Bill again. Man, proud of you, homie. Happy for you. And uh, we'll catch everybody next week. All right. Peace, guys. You are now listening to Sweep the Rack podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mo.